1: Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Today, we are radiating Foolishness with Beth Berdlonsky, professional clown. That's true.
0: ER. You yeah. are. Hi, welcome. Hi, welcome. How are you? Good. How are you?
1: Good. good, 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 good. <laughs> I have been so excited to have you on. Well, thank you. Through the magic of podcasting, we record early and then, you know, we do all the magic stuff. Something happens and then it is produced. So today we're actually recording on April Fool's Day. Yes, we are. I, that is so appropriate. Thank, thank you. you Thanks for thinking of it too. Oh, well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that worked out totally great. So a clown. That That is, Angie. You don't meet clowns very often. Well, we we hide. No, um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: just kidding. Just kidding. I don't want to get that rumor going. We uh, so no, it's we we didn't wear red noses most of the time. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I yeah I I wanted to be I knew I wanted to be a clown like my whole life. Really,
1: you did. Yeah. That isn't that is really interesting. It's different. <laughs> it is different. I know. Yeah. Were your parents behind it when you said, "Hey, mom, yeah. dad, I want to be a clown"? They they're like, "Sure, you know,
0: whatever." I was seven, and um, I'm serious. I was seven, and and I was. I, I said I want to be a clown and then um I just then even I didn't take it serious for a while sure. and I was a, I'm a musician as well. I was a music major, went to college uh to learn music, uh saxophone, woodwinds and um I thought this will make money. And <laughs> all my musician friends, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they don't make that much money. They don't oh my make that gosh. Much money. It's so it's sad. It's sad. It's, it's sad. not fair. Yeah. They work so hard. But uh, but it, what kept coming back to me, especially as a musician, was that I realized that I was still thinking in clown. I was still writing in clown. I wasn't oh, yeah. writing music. I would dream of clown routines. Whereas musicians, in my you know, I imagined that they that they wrote music. Uh, they dreamt up music. Right. And I, even though I love playing music, sure. I don't write music. So is it really my, my creative outlet? Right. And it and I can have both, but I write clown. I write mime. I'm a, I'm a mime and a clown.
1: Yeah. Okay, right. so for the you know, the unknowing audience, right. what is the difference between a mime and a clown?
0: Well, um, so mimes tell stories without using words and it takes training, uh, I think, that well, it does. It absolutely does take training sure. um, to, to learn all the different skills. And even then, you're, there's a lot of ways to create mime. It's not like there's any one way. Uh, it's like being a dancer. Like, there's no one way to be a dancer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get your story across as, as a mime, but it del- still takes skill. Like, if you're going to be a dancer, you're going to start with ballet. Yeah. Typically, if you're going to be a serious dancer, start with ballet for the basics, and then you then you go from there not always, you know, there's tap, there's jazz, there's, right. there's crump, which is my, one of my favorite right now. I love crump. What is crump? Crump. I want to talk about crump. <laughs> um, okay. K-R-U-M-P. And it's a type of dance that to me, goes across that line of physical theater and dance constantly. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like they,
0: it uses all these tools and skills and, uh, it, if it's directed properly it works completely on stage as a theatrical outlet or as as a or they or oh, I'm, I haven't watched a crump session in a long time there's all this la- language for it that I don't have but they will um, perform um, competitively like they'll compete off each other Interesting. And, and it's constantly changing I haven't watched it for a couple of weeks it's completely changed in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, my gosh. So Guaranteed. very
0: improvisational. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. Right. Well, um, so I always thought Crump had to do with hip-hop. Yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, hip-hop and theater. Right, right. That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's some really great practitioners here in Kansas City. and, and Vendetta, I want to drop his name. Um, nice. Vendetta. So Vendetta. And um, I hope to work with him sometime soon. And. So yeah, Wait, that'd be awesome. So, are you yeah. versed in Let the Crump? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I get you know. I I watch it. I appreciate it, and I think, uh, and I've written some material that, uh, based on my training with Marcel, I've worked with Marcel Marceau. <gasps> Shut
1: the door! Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah,
0: I, I studied with Marcel Marceau. Wow. I studied with Carrie Margolis and the Margolis Brown Theater Movement Theater Company a lot. Wow. Um, She's amazing. Um, I, I didn't print off my CV. I'm old and Darn it's it. long. And, <laughs> uh, but, uh, and I bring a lot of workshops to Kansas City. You do? Yeah. 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 I, I haven't the last uh, year or so, but I'm, I'm up for, for working on it again sure. and getting more people. Because I still know a ton of people that are traveling and performing. Well, I'm yeah. sure the world is fairly finite. Yes and no. I also really? feel an. I feel an expansion happening. Nice. Uh, so that I'm on Renaissance. Yes, yes. Physical theater. So, uh, so it's under the umbrella. Everything that I do is under the umbrella of physical theater. Physical theater is theater that is best created physically. Mm-hmm. You get up on your feet and create it. And there's a lot of different forms of physical theater, just like there's a lot of different types of dance. There's epic, there's mime, there's, I've seen great combinations of epic and mime where you're telling a story where you're, you, this, the, the audience is able to follow along, but it's not strictly mine where you're creating illusions out of thin air. Right. But you're, the audience still follows where you're taking them. You have to see it. It's one of those yeah. things. And uh, you're brave to have me on <laughs> 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 to talk about physical theater because you can only talk about it so much without seeing it. Right. And um, there's a lot of different pra- types of practitioners of, of physical theater. And, and some of my best actors, I watch them, I go, I can tell they've, they've got training, they've got training. I mean, your eye goes to the people that are so well physically trained because sure. they hold the space so well. Yes. Which leads to the energy. Thank you. Yeah, the, so holding the space. When you're performing, so it's taken me a very long time to figure out that so much of... What physical theater, mime, clowning is, is you're holding the space right. for that act- activity to happen, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of energy work, and so a lot of the workshops that I've attended or taught mm-hmm. start off with very uh, a very long session of, of, of energy work right at the wow. beginning of the day. So right. that uh, and the person who's teaching it will even know, like I need to get them going in this direction, and so energy work, energy work,
1: physical theater, writing material. Now, for me, energy work is like Reiki, is uh, like a right. and chakra balancing. Uh-huh. But for you, energy work would be you're you're moving the energies through your body for a very specific
0: reason, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of you know, a lot of crossover because. Um, uh, will will move the energy through us and then out to the audience and sorry, almost boom. And then <laughs> This is why you should watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Bam! She's it's really hard not to gesticulate wildly she's, right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's okay, I can give as well as she I can. Receive. She can duck. She can <laughs> weave. We're getting physical here. And, oh my gosh. So this is another reason why when I do TV I now I try to bring here's my video so I can stay on the couch. You don't want me moving around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh anyway so so you're just like running the energy through people, yeah, maybe through just people. like it, it's amazing how you know energy is its own thing, right? Oh yes. my god, it's like yes. a thing independent almost. It's it it
0: has to include it. It doesn't work if it's independent. Right. Right. So what it is? So so what I notice is uh a lot of people come and go. Well, we did all this warm up, but when are we going to get to the work? Like. If you're not you're not responsible for the energy that you are holding for the audience that you're creating and holding for the audience, it's not right or wrong. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So so um, we'll do warm ups that have you grounded. There's a lot of stuff that's. Somebody will see me backstage, like, what is she up to? What a prima donna. I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm there, like, doing all this grounding work. I can feel I've got too much energy, so I ground, ground, ground. Or if, I, if I've if i not expanded my energy enough to, sorry, bam, <laughs> she's grinding back. You should see her. She's nervous. <laughs> so, so um So I expand my energy out. <laughs> To include the audience, go. And I'm backstage, like, ah, it feels about like 50 people. So then I know how big to be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and,
0: then, and I'm demonstrating what not to do <laughs> when you're close enough. Ooh.
1: And for those of you listening, instead of watching on YouTube, <laughs> Beth is tiny. I'm tiny, and her energy is enormous. <laughs> but I
0: got that. So I saw that right away with with Marcel Marceau. Marceau. Yeah. he's my he was my size, or and so oh, right. Yeah, and so is so another person I worked with right away, Samuel Avital. He's up in Boulder, tiny. Colorado. Uh-huh. Another tiny guy. If I may say, small in stature, huge in energy. Right. And I learned so much from him that I didn't realize how much I learned until years later. That as I start to do more energy work, I'm like, huh, I got this from the first school I went to. Les Centres du Salon's in Boulder, Colorado with Samuel Avital. And, you know, buy the book. You should check them out. Nice. And uh, heck of a nice guy. By the way, all these people I've studied with, heck of a nice guy or gal, you know, people. They're just great people. I don't think you can have, keep, you know, putting your energy out to people and including them without going, well, everyone's included. Yeah. That's your job.
1: That is your job as a performer.
0: Right, right. Right.
1: Involve the audience and bring them all in.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, so lately, I don't know if I should mention any particular
1: energy workers, but
0: lately I've been doing some Donna Eden work. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: So, yeah. Kathy, who shares this office, and she's been on our podcast once so far, but she's part of Radiate Wellness and she right. does Donna Eden. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. And I got that from Trilla Ray Carter, who runs, uh, Broke, Kansas City
0: Broke Consortium. She's always got great energy. Oh, very cool. Like, how do you do this? Right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, mm-hmm. and she plays a mean cello and, and no. whatever. Yeah, mean or <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. i was just picturing An her angry. Cello, it doesn't work. Right? It doesn't work. She's no. not mean. Um, but yeah, so uh, I I'm one of those people. Like, okay, what do you got? What have you got? What works for you? Right. And and you just go directly to the source as yeah. much as possible. And oh my I would, God! Did
1: you study with Donna Eden? No,
0: I just. I wish. Right, uh, right. I'm just now
1: finding her on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw her speak at Unity Temple, and she was like, she was in her 70s. She looked like 50. Exactly. Maybe.
0: Exactly. Yeah. What, yeah. what is she's doing?
1: I'll take that. Right.
0: Right. And and yeah. I've just been doing it for a little bit, and and I've been able to do, uh, perform more than I I thought I could at Mm. this point in my life. Mm. Who am I to judge? Because, I mean, Marcel Marceau kept performing into his 80s. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he was, he was Red long Skelton on, yeah. on and so oh, that's another great. Yeah. Oh. I got to meet him. You did? Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. So wow. okay, wow. so that's one of the reasons why I'm a clown. It's one of the main reasons what? why I'm a clown. seriously. Oh cool. Be- because Red Skelton see, this is where you know T V makes a difference. Oh yeah. Because uh the I would not go to bed till I watched his show. It was oh. one night a week I was bad, I would throw a fit. It wasn't that I would throw a fit, I'd be like I'd be unmovable. Right. I was unmovable, like, okay. Let's go to bed, no. No. Let's go to bed, no. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear you. You yeah. know, I just didn't. It wasn't, you know. So I would just watch him, and uh, that's what I, th- so his intro was Red Skelton, one of America's Clowns. So I thought, oh, all clowns do this. All clowns create multiple characters. All clowns do uh-huh. mime, or he called it the silent moment in the show. Um, all clowns uh, uh Break the fourth wall, which we do. We break the fourth wall. Sure. It's a theater term where you mm-hmm. imagine that they that they can't see you, and you ignore that. The, the, no clowns are like. Did you respond? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to play to you, you know, and, nice. and include the audience. And so, um, so yeah, Red Skelton, I used to dream that he was my wow. grandfather, oh my gosh. and then when I met him when I was twenty. I just got into Kansas City. This is like most people know me know this story. So I was working a bunch of restaurant jobs and I was uh, I was working in Westport and I just wore my black and whites from place to place to place. Right. You know, and went home Ugh. and I was very, really young so I could hold three jobs in Westport. And I was trying to get the night off to see Ringling Brothers that week, and or Red Skelton. Couldn't get the night off for either one. I was devastated, brokenhearted, yes. and I wound up going uh, to Gates Barbecue, and uh, the we, the one they tore down, but the one on Paseo that had the big glass wall oh, faced yeah. out. And uh, I went there exhausted, but that was our, our routine. We would go there, and it was still open, and. Um, I thought I was hallucinating because as I was walking up to the building in the glass room was the room full of Ringling Brothers clowns still dressed up. Oh my god! And I'm like, I literally thought I was hallucinating. That's how tired I was. That's how, that's how much I wanted to see the clowns. So I'm walking toward the building. I'm like, I'm not saying anything. Cause so I'm right. like, am I losing it? Does anybody else? See yeah, that? exactly. That's what I'm doing. And then my friend finally elbowed me like, don't you see the clowns? I go, you see them too?
1: <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> what I said. And
0: I went, I went running right past the, hi, may I help you? As you run in, I went, you know, where's the where's the room? And um, oh as I go running into the room, it's just like a movie. when they You, you know, the movie effect where the thing comes close up and everything goes, boop, oh, in the yeah. background. So I'm looking up at Red Skelton's face. Oh, tunnel vision. Oh tunnel God. vision. And I saw the, the watch fob, you know, the chain. I always say this, the chain, the unlit stogie, the brown hat. But in place of his face, I'm like, I saw God, you know, it was like clouds, I'm like, I'm like, and I, I just, almost ran into his belly, I'm staring up at his face, my jaw is wide open, oh my God. I feel my tonsils drying out, and I, a little voice in my head said, say something, say something, say something, so I finally said, Mr. Skelton. Yes, dear, because I'm right by his chest. This and I go, May I have a hug? It's all you I could think to say. Oh it's all I could think oh, to say. Yeah. It's all I ever wanted. Oh. Who doesn't want a hug from Red Skelton? Oh so he goes, Why, sure, honey? And I get this great big hug. I'm like, Take me now. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. And I get this great amazing. hug. Like, Oh, I still remember the hug. Yeah. But it's amazing how much I could not get my head around his face. You right, know because you see it
1: every day on your TV. Right, and, and you, I just
0: like, wasn't coping.
1: <laughs> <I> went, oh, <laughs> can you imagine if you had gone to that show or other oh, show? Yeah, you would not have had that experience. I went, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I would have missed them. Right, and, and then it's a small clown world
0: because as I'm getting a hug, and you know, my now friend Terry Devault, who was traveling with them, taps him on the shoulder, and goes. Mr. Skelton, yeah, is there a line for this? He goes, well, sure, and he starts to give Terry a hug. Now, he and I are friends. He's based out of KC, and, and I forget, like, Michigan or something. He goes back and forth. Uh, but I think he's here in Kansas City all the time. Uh, Terry DeVault, T-Texas T, Ranger, Terry DeVault. And um, then uh, I'm like, oh, right, room full of clowns. And then the, the uh, short person in um, the group says something, and that breaks my spell because I'm looking at him like, I want his autograph. Uh, you know, seriously, because uh, he's famous and I can't think of his name, um, but I got his autograph. So oh, I, went, nice. I went and got paper and pen, uh, Scott Linker, anybody who's going to watch this, I got Scott Linker's, he's a bit, he's, I, I love him, and of course he's a musician, like, he's doing music stuff now. He was the lead clown of the troupe back then. Wow. Um, so I got some great autographs of some now famous Ringling Brothers clowns in the clown world. And of course, Red Skelton, and it's and I wow. didn't bring
1: it. Sorry, that's okay. Sorry. That's okay. The autograph. Well, you've probably got a million dollars of insurance on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've got it safely hidden somewhere in my right. house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I do have an autograph from from Marcel Marceau, Marceau uh, an original piece of art from him. Right? That yeah, I got I got framed uh, at oh. State of the Art Frame Shop on 39th Street. <laughs> I love those people. I love those people. Oh, like cool. every artist nice. should go to them because they they're artists. Yeah. And, they and I know, you know, but I know they're they're great artists yeah. and yeah, they're yeah. great people and
1: yeah. So that night, did you get to talk to the clowns about clowning and with their
0: brains? A little bit. Mostly, I was just uh,
1: uh, uh. Uh
0: yeah, Uh (laughs) Uh clown. Uh I almost passed out. I I literally almost passed
1: out. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's your dream, right? Since you were seven years old, and you're in a room, it's like, yeah. I remember the wallpaper better. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, the weird things that happen when you have these life-altering things. Happened, you know. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! And yeah. so, so you got to actually go forward then. And where, when did you get your big break in clowning? Oh,
0: okay. Well, I'm not sure how this started happening in Kansas City. Uh, I moved here because there was a clown school. Well, it here was in Kansas City. There was at the it was at the community college, and oh my gosh, uh, the name is going to haunt me, and I'll have to send it to you to put in the notes. Cool. But she uh-huh, Terry, Terry Devault's going to let me know. <laughs> nice. But I got to study with one of the first really big, I, you know, she, she taught a lot of, the name is, that keeps. That is bugging you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Her name is, keeps, keeps kind of it's trying cool. around. Uh, she, uh, I learned some good stuff from her, um, and just kept going, and just kept going. I started with the Ring, well not Ringling Brothers, uh, I auditioned for them, but didn't make it. It was between me and three other people. And That's close. Uh, yeah, it was really close. And uh, but I was at the Renaissance Festival for seventeen years. It was one of the first things I did. Somehow I got on the radar in Kansas City pretty quickly, and I was getting in magazines like um, Ingrams. Did we oh, yeah. Ingram? I was in Ingrams. Yeah, and I had a full page spread right next to the Casey Wolf. And wow, yeah, I had my own page and Casey wolf and and I got that somewhere, and I was on some magazine covers and I'm in the boulevard beer uh I'm up on the wall a boulevard Sweet. beer proudly boulevard beer local um as a well, mom anymore, but yeah, that's okay,
1: that's okay, but they're in our hometown they're so in that's, our hometowns good,
0: but while they were still local, they had right. my my phone number and called me and i'm up, I'm up on the wall
1: nice. yeah as
0: name so it yeah, yeah well, I mean they're they're uh it. No, there's a big piece of art by uh, Thomas Gibson painted onto their wall behind the um, uh, receptionist. I'm such a mime. I have to point and then remember. (laughs) Uh, and with my friend, uh, Bill Jasbo Hargrave on this one man band. Oh, Jasbo. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's wonderful. And Rod Scythe, the fire eater. Nice. And, um, those are the people I, I know in the artwork. And then there I am front and center pouring a beer into an invisible glass and they didn't tell me how to act, but it was really sad. <laughs> like, how else do you want me to be? <laughs> I'm wasting oh. a beer. <laughs> a Boulevard beer. <laughs> this is a crime. I, I'm proud to say it. am Sorry. I'm proud to say I wasted one beer.
1: Okay, not this more one. than that. That's no. okay. That's okay. Oh, it's beer. for your
0: homies. It was a one beer take. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I love Homie the Clown, actually. <laughs> I do. I love Homie the Clown. It's one I of don't my even favorite know things. who that is, but I gotta
1: know. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, in Living Color. Oh, From, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Back in the day. I gotta go look Back in that. the day. Because I used Color. to watch that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta go see it. Yeah. Man, so. Uh, twenty years old. So where, so, where did you come from before you came to? Oh, Kansas City? Indiana. Indiana, Indiana. Probably. Are there clowns in Indiana? <sighs> Not anymore. <They're> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I took him. No. Um, uh. So this is this is another full circle story that's just happening this year. So one of the things that happened uh, that was the straw that broke this camel's back. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> to Indiana State on a scholarship for music. And and then uh, my parents didn't fill out the financial aid form, so then I had to go to Ball Ball State. I know. Then I went to Ball State, and um, in Ohio, there's Kings Island, Mm -hmm. also managed by the the same people that manage Worlds of Fun. So I put together Mm -hmm. an all-clown saxophone band, put together the script, put together the music, put together the work, got the guys. The guys all said yes, because I'm the only girl. I was the only girl. Uh, There was one other girl. Anyway, so hey, I think we can get us in. Yeah. Like, okay, you do that. I got us in. Fantastic. Then they said, What? Oh, I have other plans. I'm going to get married, I'm going to join the army. Like, what? Uh, and then oh, I said, no. well, well, clown dreams die in Indiana, apparently. And then I left. <laughs> dreams don't happen here. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister enticed me to Kansas City with this clown college. Well, it was clown yeah. class at the community college, but it got me here. Right. Oh, the name almost happened. Oh.
1: Uh, it'll uh, happen. It'll happen. It'll
0: happen. And um, she lived at least be 99, too. And her clown yeah. character is Posey.
1: I'm uh, just going to. Okay. Be- yes. I know Posey the clown. Yes. Yes. Marie Kellogg! Marie Kellogg! Yay! Yay.
0: I call that senior... Senior... um, Moment. Yeah, no, uh, charades. (laughs) We were just playing senior charades. (laughs) (laughs) Also known as GTS, where you can Google that stuff, but you can't look at Marie Kellogg. Why? I don't know. know. Well, I'd have to know her name. Not just, you
1: know what I'm saying. Not yeah. Posey the Clown. Yeah, you can get. Yeah, because there's a lot of Posey the Clowns. I bet there are. Yeah. Hey, now, did I hear somewhere that you have to register your clown name? Is that a thing? Well, you
0: should, if you like, register your face and your name, and that. There's Clowns of America, which is a very important group, and um, I should belong to it. They did a lot for clowns in America, for, for in the world, because they they established a National Clown Day. Yeah, is that the Red Nose Day? No, that's different. Oh, red Nose awesome. Day came from uh, England, I believe. It came from oh, across the pond. Across the pond. And and so they uh, had a they have a lot more oomph behind Red Nose Day in England than we do here. We barely know what it is here. Yeah. But it all the proceeds when you buy one of those red noses at Walgreens. Um, last year they had glitter people on their noses. And so I try to buy I try to buy several a year and kind of give them away. That's my sure, way of donating. That's your thing. Yeah, but um, and I'll buy the red nose pens and whatever sh- red nose swag I can buy, and uh, kind of get it out there throughout the year. But all the proceeds do go to uh, supporting children's causes. Oh, uh, that's
1: awesome! It is
0: very specific, well established. Uh, children's.
1: That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like St. Jude's and yeah. maybe Children's Mercy and that Things kind of thing. Like, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I'm sure as a clown you probably work with the uh, with work with kids and kids mm-hmm. groups and, and do all of that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's um the, the kind
0: of organizations I look to to work with that make a difference. It, it just depends. well like i I I've written in mind piece about homeless veterans and their homeless pets. Oh, that's awesome. It's a very short piece, but it, it, sure. it belongs on the stage. It's to set to brother, can you spare a dime? Oh, and wow. um, So when I'm, I'm touched by something, I tend to write a mind piece about it.
1: You know, I, I think that some of the most powerful bits of clowning I've ever seen are the ones that are poignant like that. And mm-hmm. Red Skelton was certainly a master of that.
0: Right, right. When he, Freddie the Freeloader, when oh, he yeah. was showing that he was homeless and hungry, and there's the haves and the have-nots, mm-hmm. you know, and just share it. Just, you know, a little.
1: Yeah, Charlie Chaplin.
0: Charlie Chaplin, She's of course. I that. Yeah, that, that's one of the things um, to, that I've noticed is silent, um, silent performance like silent clowning and mime and mm-hmm. it, it flourishes when we need to communicate the things that are that are hardest to communicate that go beyond word that touch the heart mm-hmm. that are universally understood and
1: uh,
0: a lot of people that it, that'll take classes will it, they're
1: usually very international classes I can imagine because it's physical. Right, right. right? Because you don't have to rely on the words or the language even. Right. And these things are they're universal. Right. You know, sadness, grief, homelessness, that's everywhere. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational. Heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, Please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. That's very cool. And then, so um, somewhere along the way, you start. You decided that you were going to teach classes yourself, right? You know. Okay, so Richard Renner suckered me into oh, this. Oh yes, I know Richard <laughs> Renner. Right. Right, yeah. right.
0: So, so he he wanted, uh, and rightfully so, he noticed that there was a void that he wanted to have more performers as an agent yeah. to call on. I, I'm guessing, and. Yeah. Um, And really, the art form of of clown, I thought it was going to be more mime, physical theater. It depends on who shows up to take the class. I can imagine, like what they want to get out of it, what their goals
1: are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: So right now, I currently have um, some English as a second language students. Uh, Spanish is their uh, primary language. I took six years of Spanish, and i try to, you know, remember it. It's been a while. And, and uh, yeah, so, so it just depends on who shows up. The, some of the people in the class right now really want more mime than clown, which is fine. Right. You know, there's, so to me, what mime is, mime is to clown, what ballet is to dance. To, for me, my approach to clown, you start by um, getting, now that's not hardcore. It depends on what people are looking for. But my approach to clowning, it's, it's an inside job. You start, <laughs> you start on the inside, and then yeah. you might eventually get to putting the costume and the makeup, but you find your cl- character first yeah. before you start putting the costuming together. You find your voice, your walk, uh, your deepest desires, your, your biggest heartbreaks for that clown, for that character. Yeah. And one of the other things about that character is that it's the, the character gets to do what you normally get told no. <laughs> uh-huh. You don't get to do that. They <laughs> yes, I do. You know? <laughs> so like, like a Red Skelton, mean, mean widow kid, this mean widow kid, if I do it, I get a whoopin'. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> so doed I do it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it depends on the character. But um, oh, the other thing I want to say about clown, people think clowns are always happy. No, we're not always happy. We're funny. And what's funny is tragedy plus time is usually the <laughs> yeah, you know, the the equation, but um but yeah, like, like some of the funniest clowns are very sad. You know, Emmett Kelly. I mean, oh, yeah. his routines were hilarious because he was just so sad about you know, here like when he would do the, the walkthrough on Ringling Brothers, which I am still brokenhearted about Ringling Brothers going I away by know. the way. Oh
1: yeah, that's sad.
0: It, it, yeah. I know it needed to evolve, but it's still very sad. The um, the kind of clowning Emmett Kelly and mm-hmm. Lou Jacobs, Frosty Little, all of those those great clowns got to do talk about big energy work. Yeah. Really big over the top energy work. Very big costuming, very big makeup. That works in the big, you know, arena, the three rings, exactly. You know, you got to big tent, right? The big tent, you got to read to the nosebleed. Yeah. So if you're in the, you know, that that whole, and your energy's big and up, and the light has to hit you, has everything to do with how you move. You know, and I I can't stand up and show you. But anyway, so they nice white stance. Knees slightly bent and everything is up toward the lights. You don't get to just stand up straight. No, right. Slightly open and,
1: yeah. Your whole energy changes (laughs) when you do that. Yes. 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 I mean, just sitting here looking at you, you just like all of a sudden you are out there. Right, right. I'm sending out. So before
0: I step, I step out, I'll ask a lot of questions about the space, where are the people, how close are they how big or how old are they? You know <laughs> you yeah. know all of that. So um, it, it really does does help to have an idea of the space before you get there um, just so you can start preparing your energy on the on the drive. like oh yeah right. absolutely right. you got to get in your head and you've got to get, mm-hmm. and... get in your body get in your body, get in your body. make the energy big enough to fill the space or small enough right because there are times where I purposely tested this theory thinking okay is my clown high energy or am I high energy because the space was big so I purposely stepped out really big energy on this tight space and the kids went whoa back up clown and I cracked up because they didn't say it that way they didn't say that way but I read it and I just thought Okay, that answers my question. <laughs> it's about the space. It's not about your character. My character's always big. It shouldn't be. <laughs> right. Your character needs to be flexible. <laughs>
1: yes, sometimes it's big and sometimes, sometimes it's not. Exactly. Your, your character expands to fill the space. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, and, and that, I would imagine that's hard to teach. It's more experiential, perhaps. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I just again, I just love how you just embodied this. This is such a yeah. physical thing, right? And, and
0: for the people at the yeah. podcast not watching, oh, I apologize. Watching. <laughs> ah, go over to YouTube and <laughs> I watch am us. Huge right
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So so yeah, I I I could probably just teach that class. That the class is about here's how to. Oh, like like actor, actors talk about the boards, you mm, know, right. walking the boards. Absolutely. So, so what I imagine that means, as someone who's walked the boards as a mime and a clown, I'm pulling the energy up through the floor and out to the audience. And it's a circular thing out to the audience or from the audience into me. But it's got to circulate and it goes, your feet are involved.
1: Your mm-hmm. feet are involved. The top exactly. of your head
0: is involved. Uh, you're an open spout of energy, and you're constantly yes. cycling it the way you need to cycle it. And it has a lot to do with breath.
1: Yeah. Okay, tell me more about that. So for me,
0: when I one of my primary questions when I go to work with somebody who teaches physical theater, they don't always connect to the breath, but I'll ask them and ask how their work is connecting to the breath. Some people are like, it doesn't. But when I watch them, it does, they may not... M- they may mid, not realize they may right. not see what's going on and it yeah and it's yeah. not necessary that they have to it, i don't want them to stop mid-step and go am i breathing right <laughs> <laughs> now i'm thinking about it too much darn it this doesn't work for me who's got me thinking about breath this this is your fault you know uh but <laughs> oh. having said all that when i connect through my breath then the peace works yeah and it's not right or wrong it's like oh so the uh piece i just did um the one i'm known for lately is called ceremonial sticks and i wrote it this is the other thing people don't realize people are like hey show us the youtube video i don't have my stuff out on video because i don't want it stolen and i know a lot of people will get they give me a hard time about it yeah um but i don't think people realize we write our material it's really hard to copyright physical theater. Yes. Now, if I yes. use the Laban method, like that's a way to notate movement. That's oh, what dancers nice. use. The Laban. I'm not well versed in Laban. There's very okay. few people on the planet that are. Billy Mahoney has been teaching at UMKC, and they recently stopped her from teaching. Wrong, bad, and wrong. Oh. Everybody, man. if there should be more Laban versed people going around and notating and and uh, preserving for history
1: yeah.
0: uh, well choreographed pieces of of dance and physical theater and and we were using video these days to do it but uh, leban is a way to put it Just in a notation. written for- notation mm-hmm. yeah. and into uh um, um, right. Congress, the Library of Congress. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Which is important yes. um, for copyright. Yes, right, absolutely. So, so yeah, ceremonial sticks. If I start that movement off that that whole piece off with the wrong breath, like, darn it. <laughs> 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 okay, I got it. Mm, start, you know. But it's all breath. Nice. It's all breath for Interesting. me. Interesting. Yeah. And and um and so yeah and and what that piece is about is. It's a light-hearted piece about the meaning of life. You know, <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. And and uh, yeah, I would like to do it uh, more often, like for the Kansas City Arts Coalition luncheon sometime. For example, <laughs> for example, Aww. their fundraising luncheon. Uh, <laughs> I can perform it just about anywhere at this point. Absolutely, uh, it's got a wonderful sound design by Greg Kasparian, and and a wonderful light design by Greg Greg Casperian whenever he's available. He's in New York now.
1: Oh, we do have some pretty top-notch people. Oh, my gosh. From Kansas City. Yeah. Here in Kansas City. Right here. Right? Yeah, yeah. We do have a a nice artist community. Yeah. We were lucky to have them. We were lucky to have them. Oh, absolutely. We've had (laughs) many come through, and they're wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you know, but I have a bachelor's in theater, and so so some of this stuff I I totally get, and it's like I was doing it and not knowing what that was right right and you do it and you know what works but you don't really necessarily have the the ability to recreate it exactly and that's yeah. that's the
0: thing like when with carrie margolis when i when i study from her like all these exercises on how to recreate something uh you are creating a script but you start by getting on your feet working it mm-hmm. like you either you either get in character, and you get on your feet and put your character in situations, or you get in your body, get in the get in the uh, the script that you've written, the idea, and you get up, and then uh, you create it, and then you notate it. Uh, yep. It's the uh, it, it. And for playwrights, um, I don't know what to say to them. <laughs> I'm without words for playwrights on that. Uh, the. I know. I know. They a lot of times they'll create characters and have the characters speak to them. It's like that, right? Yes. And and uh, physical theater, you're up on your feet, and you're like, this works, this doesn't. Why? Why? And it's this. This. Um, it, it takes longer to create because you have to workshop it and get a lot of outside eye. And you like, do. okay, I think I'm doing this. Like, you're not doing that. <laughs> Let me tell you what you're doing. Okay, uh, uh, that kind of thing. Where you, and you have to have very good, generous friends. They're like, here's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a cow, not an airplane. <laughs> you know, it's like like a kid's drawing. You're like, like, okay, I thought I was doing this, but tell me, this like, tell
1: me about this drawing.
0: Tell me about this drawing. This. What is it? What do you want it to say? Okay, let me rethink yeah. what I was gonna tell you. <laughs> it's usually not that bad. It's usually no, like it's usually like, usually like, um, add a movement here. Make this a little clearer here by putting in a hand position. If you want it, you're holding a basket, you gotta show the bottom you know. Little things like that yeah
1: Um, uh whatever so how many characters and pieces do you think you have i need to count but a lot you know
0: i did 17 years at the renaissance festival and i i have uh toward the end i had four or five completely different stage shows like i would have four different slots and each show would be completely different Nice. Right, so I had I had the one where the uh, court jester was um, being pursued by the magistrate because they accused him of stealing the Queen's crown, but it was somebody else. So I had to portray what, four different characters on stage. All in one bit. All in one bit. That's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing that one again. <laughs> and yeah. then I need to uh. there'd be times where I'd go on stage like, which one am I doing? <laughs> like and like habba, yeah. habba, 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 habba. Okay, gotta go. Um uh there's there's one that uh I did the most that became basically what I did for birthday parties Um, I don't do birthday parties much anymore, and that's okay with me. I feel like I've kind of aged out of it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's just, if you're not the same age as your mom, which is a lie, you can be a great grandma and do birthday parties. Grandmas are great. (laughs) Grandpas are great. Doesn't matter. Um, what I do, though is a stage show, and that's not what people are looking for these days.
1: Yeah, not in an intimate setting. Right, right. That's all.
0: It's apples and oranges. So if you're Mm -hmm. looking for a stage show that involves the whole audience, uh, the whole family, and I get enough room to perform, Great. And the, and if the kid's really into having clowns or the adult is really into having, then, but most people are looking for the balloons, the face painting, and
1: the games. Yeah. Something more interactive. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't do that. I mean, just completely different. I mean, they would just, I mean there are people who do, and that's that's great. You great. Know, but yeah. that's just not the style that you do. No.
0: No. And that, so yeah. That's all. Anyway, so uh, yes, yeah, I had four or five different sh- stage shows for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sparrow the Court Jester for that. Um, it was great having that as a seven weeks of really workshopping an idea. By the time the seven weeks yeah. was done, like, okay, great. This is solid. This is solid. Yeah. I own this. I own this. I own it. Um, I've created, uh, with, by working with Elizabeth Barron, I've got three uh, distinct clown characters at the moment. I've got, um, um, oh, my goodness, the, I've got Ordo Christopher Stevens, <laughs> and she's very sexy. <laughs> Which is a lot like Red Skelton's character. Yeah, I was a thinking lot. that too. Yeah, and, um, but, but maybe just the voice. Just the voice, but it doesn't project very well. Though I'm glad I have a microphone right now, because <laughs> it does not project well. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> and uh, then um, uh, Olive, Olive W. Pennsylvania. She's very nice, till she's not. <laughs> and then uh, then the one that's really loud, and I, I, I can't do her full voice with this microphone, It, it's, uh, ooh, oh come on, she's really mean, and sometimes it's hard for me to find her character, because... Because uh, you're so nice. Because she's the clown that runs the DMV. You knew the DMV was run by a clown, right? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm having a hard time being mean right now. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Yeah, but she's got a very loud voice. And she's practically bulletproof. So if I need to have a strong character that can give people a hard time, mm-hmm. but not too hard. Like, I like to do uh, blue and gold banquets. Where, You're not going to get a medal for that, kiddo. you gotta be, you got to be good. Come on over here. You want a chance to be good? I'll give you a chance. Don't blow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but really much louder than that, you know. But it's that giving them a hard time while giving them a break. Right. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and I just can't because I'm in such a small space, I can't like that clown is huge. Yeah. I can I can't, imagine. I can't I, do I, it. And I, she wears red and green on uh, really oh, like, almost yes. a unibrow. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Like she's, that girl on Drew Carey. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot like a lot yeah. like her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realise how much I got uh all of these different character ideas till I saw, um oh my gosh. Uh uh now I, from Laughing and now she's with Lily, she, Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, yeah, Lily Tomlin. Okay, yeah.
1: Oh, you I,
0: Li- I saw Lily Tomlin's live show. Huh. She is rocking it hardcore now. I can imagine. She did her full act, all the physicality of it. Huge, wow, big, moving, great on stage. Wow. And and uh, oh my gosh, and I d- you don't right. realize how much you're borrowing from somebody till you go to do something like, oh, did I, did I plagiarize? Not quite close close. So, so yeah, Lily Tomlin is another huge uh, influence on me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Carol yeah. Burnett.
1: Carol Burnett
0: was probably yeah. the biggest, though.
1: Oh, she was huge. Right.
0: Yeah, such physicality. Exactly. And all the different characters and all oh, the great way of interacting and uh, the generosity on stage and, and reading each other and, and, you know, giving each other the space and cracking up and yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the best it. part. Yeah. When
1: they broke that fourth wall and they were just cracking up. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah. She was a huge influence because I don't think I would have thought of starting my own company without her. Right. Yeah. But, I um, know Lucille Ball was— She was you know, also very physical. Right, But and she had her own company, but I don't think I realized that as a young child as much as I, I, as I realized Carol Burnett was running her, the way she was running her company. Um, but, yeah, one would not exist without the other, without the other. And, and I, I created Bird Productions in 95. I'm not sure where I'm at with that. Like, you got me at a transition.
1: Really? Right yeah, because...
0: Um, so having my name on it has kept it small, and I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. I've learned a lot. And I kind of want to roll that into something that doesn't have my name on it, where I'm not... Mm. I need to have it to be something I'm passing on to others. Uh, created uh, and produced a lot of physical theater in Kansas City. Um, yes. I'm looking at creating a physical theater consortium which, because there's enough physical theater in Kansas City, Fun. enough that physical theater practitioners yes. that, are, that are, That's this is where I think it's ex- expanding. I'm of the generation that was able to get the courses started in colleges.
1: Fantastic! Right, right, wow. like there's my
0: friend Nick Johnson at Wichita State University uh, Janine, Th- Janine Thompson or Thomason. My apologies. Uh, at um, uh, USO. No, oh, sorry, I didn't. Anyway, so there's there's people a little bit older than me that I trained from, mm-hmm. that I learned from, and they went off and and put. Uh, 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 Arizona's got a program because of the same people. And they were they were the Invisible People troupe that started a company that started bringing... Uh, Greg Goldston, can't leave Greg Goldston out of it. Greg, Because uh, it was the Goldston-Johnson, Greg Goldston-Nick Johnson School of Mime in Gambier, Ohio, and the Invisible People, their mime company, that went off and got a lot of programs in universities around uh, uh, America. Rick Wehmer, Lori Heald, um... And so now it's the International School for Mime, I believe. It's still in Gambier, oh, wow. and it's being run by people my age. <laughs> Not telling you my age. Uh, no, it's <laughs> Stephen Chips. Uh, there's Dan Griffiths, who's been teaching. I think Lori Heald is back there. And they they were bringing Marceau Marceau in every other year, oh and that's God. how I got to study with Marceau Marceau. And so they're uh, carrying on with a lot of uh, great mime training uh, at that. that Program uh, in Gambier, and it's a summer program. Um, Why am I telling you all? And now the now the next generation that I'm knowing the expansion are all their students are out there hitting it and creating physical theater, and um, and yeah, so. So I could give a whole history lesson, but that would take a little time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's we're at the expansion part where those students are out there creating, and Just I'm constantly the hearing level. about young people coming to Kansas City and having laid out the groundwork since '95 of workshop after workshop after workshop. Yes, did the physical theater festival a couple of years ago. It went well enough to do it again, but I needed to regroup, um, mm-hmm. and and I'd like to do it with with a lot more people involved, it
1: and um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, I swear, I see you everywhere.
0: (laughs) I don't sleep, but I never sleep. I was wondering about (laughs) that. (laughs) No, uh, lately it really has been the um,
1: Donna Eden work. Mm -hmm. has helped a lot. Yeah, it's Um, amazing. It unites the two hemispheres of the brain. It just allows better energy flow through your body. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she's um, you know, like I said, she's seventy something years old. Looks like right. she's got the energy of somebody much, much, much younger. Exactly. So whatever you're doing well th- is working.
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks. Uh so yeah so I'm fifty four. I mean I think that's important to that's let people my age. know. Hey, there you go. See? Yeah, yeah. See there's there's um there's so like Samuel Avital uh, mm-hmm. did a lot of that same energy work that Donna Eden is doing, but i didn't rec- I didn't know what to call it right but, but our morning warm up was a lot of what Donna Eden does for her morning ritual yeah five minute routine. yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh so getting your energy up, oh uh, once again, clown energy, okay, so one of my favorite things is like so from a scale of zero to ten, zero you're still in bed <laughs> or zero is also like the, that release that you give, boom, you know, like the test pattern on the TV yes. and you know, so then one, it's in your eyes, two, it's in your face, three, it starts to get in your body. That's the close up work of the camera. Uh, you know, that's, and then four, five and six. Well, you have to be really close at the four five and six is generally what people are doing on camera. Six, seven, eight, that starts to get starts to get into clown and dance. You have to bring your energy level up, big enough to, to be film. on the boards, mm-hmm. to not be quotidian, which is another way of saying every day.
1: Yes, Don't, yes.
0: don't you know people aren't paying for every day energy
1: on stage. They're not.
0: Yeah, even if they're not paying, you, you know, you're there to provide
1: a a, a service of, yes. you know,
0: and and reading the room, and even if the room is you've been paid to be a clown. In a, you know, in a very tight situation where people are bringing their kids up to you. Very rough situation oh, for us, hard. by the way. It's the hardest thing, and it's one. That, this is the main reason why we get blamed for kids crying. That forward-facing stroller is just terrible. And it's that usually the person that's in control of the stroller loves clowns. The person in front has no idea what's happening. And I'm like, and I'm trying to back up, and I'm trying to give all the signals, please, the kid, in, you know, is going to cry. Yeah. Be, and I don't wear a lot of makeup. I, I dress as a close-up clown. If I'm going to be up close, you can still see skin. It's important. Yes. It's called the Uncanny Valley. they got to be able to see that you're a person. Yes. Um, and so uh, I do my best to allow that person to have the space they need. I'm not always in control of that, though. I know. Yeah. Um, if they're afraid of me, I act afraid of them until they know they're in control because they are. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Mimes get blamed for picking on people. I try to make sure my clients know I'm not that kind of mime. If they they want that, they got to hire somebody else. Um, yeah, you're a
1: very generous clown. Is right. what
0: i Right. Yeah, yeah, it's very generous, very gentle. The yeah. energy, just entertaining. Right. I try to be inclusive. If somebody wants to play, I want to play with them. They yeah. don't want to play, but a lot of times people put mimes in the tightest situation, which is the worst. Yes. Like I've been put in between tiny, tight, tight. Well, keep working the crowd. There's no way to get to them. Mm-mm.
1: There's no way. crowd is all over the place, and they're doing different right. things, and that and the word not. crowd.
0: We're crowded.
1: <laughs> We're, crowded. We're crowded. It's a crowd. We're crowded. There's
0: no place for us to get the distance that we want from each other to, in order for us to interact the way we want to interact. well, so, that you
1: have to have too. You've got to have right. space in t- order, in order for the interpretation to right. form. And al- yes, yeah. So anyway, is mm-hmm. there anything that uh, maybe we haven't touched on, or anything that you want to make sure that we talk about before Good uh, we sign off today? Gosh, ah, gosh, I can't think but of anything. Talked about so many things.
0: Um, uh, oh, just just the just notice the 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 moments that you could give yourself a break and have a little bit of a laugh and take things less serious, and be able to laugh at yourself. Because um, if you can't laugh at yourself, somebody will beat you to it. <laughs> that is my motto. At least, you know, seriously, if you don't, if you get all angry and you're like da, 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 and you're like. Just stop and see if there's some way you could laugh at yourself because whatever it is you just did, it's
1: probably laughable. Probably so. Probably. Like you said, tragedy plus time equals funny. Right, right. So right? make that fast transition. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And your website is birdproductions dot Dot org. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Dot org. Okay.
0: Dot, dot com I think is a furniture store or something like that. Anyway. B Y R D Productions. Oh, good. Yes. BYRDProductions.org. I want to thank my wonderful web designer, Margot Foster. She's saved my life so many times. Shout out to web designers. Oh, mm-hmm. she's great. And on Facebook, I'm uh, Bird Productions, BYRD Productions, mm-hmm. Physical Theater. We also have our clown company, The Flock. We mm-hmm. also have Comedia KC, Kansas City, uh, on uh, Facebook. And. Um, and the classes happen at City in Motion, CityinMotion.org. They uh, oh, we've beautiful. been doing those since 2005. Um, thank you, City in Motion, for giving us this, a place to be clowns. They seriously rock. They they really do. I've been with them uh, since. Uh, they're one of the main reasons why I'm in Kansas City. I the, can imagine. Yeah, the first thing, one of the first things I saw was their new dance series, a choreographer's showcase. Mm-hmm. And I said, if Kansas City can support this, it can support what I'm up to. And I stuck around and mm-hmm. I stayed in touch. And then I became the director of the new dance series. I performed mm-hmm. Ceremonial Sticks. Nice. Uh, the longest version I ever did, 97. Uh, I don't remember it's been a long time. A I don't ago. remember I don't yeah. remember the year. It might have been 87 for goodness sake. I don't remember. Um it's a long time ago and then I became the director of the new dance series and then I became the director of a modern of dance in the park and a modern night at the folly because there was a lot of pressure from like the Missouri Arts Council and funders to to stop doing the choreographer showcase which was I would think everything from soup to nuts that helps choreographers flourish and give them a place to try things out to take risks yeah and now uh there's another thing happening like that by uh kyle mullins kyle kyle i i should have my notes uh and and so you can i'm i'm happy to see there's a place to take risks and i do my best to create situations where
1: you can you're safe so you can take risks Absolutely, and I know that's greatly appreciated. And I tell you, for clowning in Kansas City, physical theater in Kansas City, really, Beth Bird is the name. Beth Bird Lonsky.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. L O N S K I. Oh, and my Facebook page, Beth Bird, B Y R D, -D 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 hyphen L O N S K I. And yeah, yeah,
1: fantastic. Thank you so much, Beth. This was a gas. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Happy April Fools. Happy April Fools.